इंटरनेट रेडियो जिंदगी इलेवन सेवेंटी सुन रहे हैं आप ये है आपकी दोस्त और होस्ट एंड फॉर द रेस्ट ऑफ द इवनिंग सेवन टू एट आई बी विद यू माई नेमेजाजिस्वातीन मैं आपके लिए लेके आती हूँ कैंडेड कॉन्वर्सेशन विथ रेनू डिलन हर हफ्ते हम आते हैं आपके लिए एक नया टॉपिक लेके समथिंग वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग समथिंग दैट यू बीन टॉकिंग अबाउट विद योर फ्रेंड्स एंड हियर इज योर फ्रेंड ऑन द रेडियो मी एंड मिस रेनू डिलन वी ज्वाइन यू एवरी ट्यूजडे सेवन टू सेवन थर्टी एंड वी टॉक अबाउट थिंग्स दिल से थिंग्स दैट मैटर वैसे आज भी एक बढ़िया टॉपिक के साथ आप सबके साथ के ले आए हैं और आज भी लेके आए हैं अ वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग गेस्ट एंड बड़ी बढ़िया टॉपिक बट बिफोर वी गेट टू दैट लेट मी वेलकम रेनू हाउ आर यू डूइंग हैप्पी ट्यूजडे हैप्पी ट्यूजडे आई एम डूइंग ग्रेट और राइट आई स्टोल योर लाइन बट आई विल नॉट लेट यू गेट अवे विदाउट यू टेलिंग अस द टू वंडरफुल इवेंट्स दैट यू आर ब्रिंगिंग टू बे एरिया just blanked out for a minute so we are bringing uh, the fourth annual women empowerment uh, gala the award ceremony that's going to be on march the 21st mm-hmm. fremont marriott hotel and they have a so glamorous bipasha basu right we had shushmita last year the year before that we had miss world how do you pick these guests is it glamorous looking every single time actually i have nothing to do with that <laughs> i will admit i would rather bring the guys uh, that's all bikram jeet okay. bikram and uh, gagan who are responsible for that so thank you boys for doing that but um yeah bipasha basu is coming i'm more interested in the spouse that she's bringing karan she's bringing karan all from right. tv okay yeah why would i be interested in bipasha right all no right. no no she is actually very stunning known for her amazing roles especially the movie jism okay so um she's coming as our celebrity guest but more importantly the show is not about celebrities the show is about encouraging all the women out there and a lot of people think that you have to have taken a business public you've got you know done something phenomenal to be recognized as a woman i don't believe in that i have one segment even called mompreneur which is my very popular segment so we have different categories and we basically want to recognize women all the women don't need a special day but we want to recognize women for all the work that they do raising the family having a career so if you know of anyone that's done community service business entrepreneur book blogger i mean you name it right. you know just email me and we'll send the application we'd love to recognize them on that evening in addition to that we have a young female entrepreneur for 13 to 17 year olds so wow. you know you have a young daughter out there that's doing outstanding activities uh, maybe in sports doesn't matter what it is we'd like to hear from you right and That's i'm looking forward to them coming on our show because last year also we had a lot yeah, of fever yeah, yes yeah, absolutely and actually fact we just brought sonali back last week so right yeah absolutely and then we've had shreya shreya balaji who also i used to teach a genius kids so, yeah. <laughs> all right also yeah. there's a hint there for all our listeners ki aaj bhi koi khas genius kid aane wala hai yahan par but before we get to that let's talk about quickly talk about the pageant yes yeah, so shina has become the uh, shina my younger daughter has become the director for the miss india usa northern california division so she's going to be hosting those finals on uh, june the 28th at the gary smith center loni college right. and that's going to be for the miss teen and misses and that winner will go to miss india usa and then if you win that you'll go to miss india miss teen or misses india worldwide wow so we're excited for that because they've never really had an official competition for that uh, for the northern california area it's always just been hosted very informally so we're excited to be bringing that to all right can i call dips for the mc why why not yeah yeah 
All right, this is on radio and this is on record. You cannot go back. No problem, madam. As long as you don't charge a fee. All right, so I've done my patigiri, but then we will come back to our show, Candid Conversations with Renu Dillon. Just a reminder to my listeners, this show is brought to you by Genius Kids. If you have child care needs, do not forget to check out GeniusKidsOnline.com. Coming to our show, this is a very apolitical show where we keep any political issues with it. And our stories are very important. Today's topic is very very you know politicized everybody has spoken about it so I will let you tell us what the topic is and who our special guest is well you know everybody talks about genius kids and I always say you know we're the best we know we're the best because mm-hmm. I'm able to bring my students on my radio show after how many years um, I don't, after how many years that will mean Yash oh, 10 years Yash is telling me 10 so it's been 10 years and uh, I used to teach Yash when he was a little he was about this high and now this yeah people can actually watch us on facebook yes, live and you facebook know who live, we're talking yes, about yes. yash is here in the studio tell us so a little very bit. excited to have yash killam with me i used to be his preschool teacher and today he is actually on the show as a guest so that's amazing and i was you know following his mom it posted something about what he done he does a lot of blogging on neurosciences and i was reading it i'm like wow this is little yashi is doing this so yash is a freshman admission san jose high school and neuroscience is an area of great interest in actual fact sitting in the lobby he told me he wants to become I'm a doctor and uh, we're going to try and convince him not to. No, no kidding. (laughs) Dad and I were saying, maybe bring the business side into neurosciences. But anyway, he loves to share his views on neuroscience topics on his blog and he'll be telling us what his blog is. And he feels it's very important to create awareness for issues related to neurology because there's so much about the mind that remains still not understood. And so that's what he's going to share with us today. And uh, I don't want to say anything more other than welcome him. I've already given him a big hug outside but welcome Yash. Thank you uh, Serenu. I just wanted to also thank you for bringing me on to your amazing radio show. Um, I'm I'm really happy to be here and I'm really excited to talk about um, to talk about some topics in neuroscience um, especially one in particular that's been um, that we've been talking about a lot currently in the news and um, around the world and that's mental health and um, I wanted to talk about it spread awareness about it and also address like some of the myths the facts and the issues and the false notions that we have about mental health and how it affects us in our everyday lives well there's one one notion I know that's not false. The word mental and Trump go really well together, but no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> As we told you, this is... Be nice, Raina. Be nice. Be nice. Um, uh, let's go back first. When did you realize that you had an interest in neuroscience? Because when you were little, I thought it was math. You were brilliant at math when you were little. So when did this come about? Well, I am still really interested in math. However, um, the kind of passion that I have for neuroscience, it stems kind of out of how I like to why I'm so curious about things that I just that people don't understand like so every time um every time I learn about something I'd always want to like share it with someone like I'd always go up to my parents and be like oh did you know that oh this or did you know that oh that or did you know that this and that and I'd always um be so fascinated with things like we never understood like I took a great interest in astronomy once for um because there was so much mystery behind it however there was so much mystery that 
that there wasn't much to really look at when there was all that mystery. And I looked towards neuroscience because it was something I actually wanted to pursue, and I did want to become a doctor all my life. So I had been thinking about um, neuroscience when I considered my um, when I considered my options for what I wanted to be as I continued through my high school years. So in in terms of neuroscience, you write a lot of blogs, right? Yeah. Um, what can you share with us? What is one particular? You mentioned that there's so much in the news. So share with that because I'm probably don't watch as so, much news as I should. Yeah. So, so uh, there's um there's a lot of um there's been a lot of um. Uh, if you may have not heard or you may have heard, um, a lot of people um, know that there's a lot of um, crime going on um, surrounding gun violence, um, shootings, school shootings, mass shootings, um, and there's a lot of violent crimes and a lot of people, a lot of people place the blame solely on um, the gun themselves and while um, gun laws are a little weak in this country and um, there is some, um, there is, there is some problems there that also need to be addressed, there is also a problem with the people who are um, holding the gun. It's um, a matter of their mental health and how they're feeling and why they're doing what they're doing. And it's that that we should be paying attention to just as much as gun laws and our safety. Do you think mental health actually starts at a very young age, or do you think this is something that develops later on? Do you think mental don't you think this is something we can pick on when kids are in school? Sorry, uh, mental health. Um, it can it can be like it can start at any time. It depends on the it depends on the kind of person and what they're undergoing in their life, their environment. If they are born with the mental disability, they'll probably be less likely unless their unless their vulnerability is kind of exploited by people around them. Let's say um, someone has a mental disability. At it, um, and he's born with it, and is taunted all his life. Um, that could that could um, create emotions of rage and anger inside of him towards people who make him feel like he's not normal. And he could um, very well go out and commit a violent crime if he doesn't have any control over himself. Um, and they can't um, and they can't and they can't get help and they can't um, figure out like what to do and they can't come up with a better alternative. But don't you think regulations and mental health? Yes, there are people who have who need help, and we need to reach out to them. But regulations will help them because there is no uh, clear way of figuring out whether you are mentally sick or you know challenged. And regulations only help, right? So, in addition to uh, awareness about mental health, don't you think? In your opinion, what do you think we sh- uh, the uh, re- gun law should be? Are gun you in law. favor or? opposition what's your take i'm in favor of the gun laws honestly they are very they aren't as um they aren't strong enough to like keep people from getting guns easily and that's also a really big factor into why these crimes are happening however that shouldn't be our sole focus because um sorry for this analogy but like just as very well as people use guns to commit violent crimes if we ban guns what if people start using knives to commit violent crimes what if people start making their own homemade bombs or what if people just go out and attack others with i don't know kitchen utensils like there's so there's like people can commit violent crimes and it doesn't take a gun to commit a violent crime it just takes a weapon which they can get a hold of and them not having any control over themselves uh, how many people can you kill with a knife versus a gun we will put that off let's uh, let's come back to your uh, mental health question right mental health analysis and all that you've learned so what do you so propose far? to treat people for mental health what right. do you think people need to be doing out there 
Well, there's already a lot of there's already a lot of um, programs to like um, help people recognize that mental health is a real thing, and we need to be able to, if we know if we think someone's going through some mental health issues, that we should always be there for them. We should like um, we should make sure like they're doing okay, and if we ever feel like there's something wrong with them, we should be comfortable enough to ask them, and we should be comfortable enough to try and persuade them out of if they have any violent thoughts, and we should always be there um, for people, um, especially like if they're friends or family members, but people who face these mental issues, they should be getting enough care, and they should be getting enough, like, attention from um, more elder figures in their in the, in the society, as well as um, their peers. So, at um, schools, there's always um, special, ed, special ed programs. However, there are a lot of kids who um, do have, um, who do have mental um, disabilities. There is actually, every one in five children will have some sort of mental disability, or will have some sort of um, major depression outbreak or may have some sort of condition um, in their lives and if there's even like that one out of five people that's a lot of people still that's like there's like a lot of people on this planet there's a lot of people who's gonna that are gonna have uh, mental illnesses that mean or something pertaining to a mental condition and if there's this many people and we don't have that many people uh, and we don't have that many people which we recognize in our everyday lives then what then the chances of there being violent crimes because they aren't getting attention and they're losing control of themselves is actually really high and we're seeing that in this case with all the violent crimes that are happening so often and um, now it's like it's about this time when things are starting to happen because of the looser regulations on things like gun laws and um, people are um, people aren't getting the right treatment they aren't getting the right care and there's just not enough focus on that part of the argument. Right. So, so there is this aspect where people get violent, but uh, it's important to call out that you know there is depression, there is suicides, and all that leads to that. Yeah. You know, uh, I think early in intervention is very important right. because yeah. you know you talk about you know getting it later. But I witnessed it in preschools. You right. know, you'll recognize the signs when you know I don't like to use it. You know, say that somebody's not normal, but you recognize behavior that's not normal. Right. You know, and uh, it, the sad thing is sometimes when you try and express it to a parent, they take it other. Wise and they say, well, I, I, my most common uh, response back is, I used to be like this. <laughs> Feel like sometimes telling the parent, you are still like this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's sad because they could probably, by putting a child on medication or intervening early, could right. possibly help them. Because do you agree that Yash that mental illness is not something that you outgrow? Because right. a lot of people think, oh, I'll, they'll grow out of it. They'll grow out of this behavior issue. They'll, out, you know, get out of depression eventually. What are your thoughts on that? Do you feel everybody needs some kind of treatment? Or or do you think people can outgrow it? Well, you can't always outgrow a condition, and in most in most cases, it's not really possible because um, if it's like something you've been diagnosed with at birth, it's always usually a problem. Like, like let's say there's a problem with your um, there's like you have an injury to your brain, or there's a condition that you've been like diagnosed with, like OCD or ADHD. Then you'll be probably have that for the rest. Of, they'll ha probably have that for the rest of your life since that's like a lifelong condition. Well, why the, why where there it's like depression, then you can get treatment for that and you can overcome it. If it's addiction, you can get treatment for that, you can overcome it. But if it's a mental disorder which you've been diagnosed with naturally, there's a high possibility you won't be able to overcome it and you won't grow out of it naturally. You always have to take some sort of action to be able to overcome your mental problems and mental illness because without action the th problem's only going to get worse. And if you don't do anything about it, it's going to get so bad to the point where you can't control it and people commit violent crimes. Right. So how do you plan to make a difference? What do you think you can do when you get 
to the point where we become a doctor tomorrow, how do you think you are going to make a difference? Well, there's not really much that um, a single individual can do. It takes awareness that um, everyone can do something about this. And it takes um, breaking all these myths that there isn't anything we can do about it. Oh, it's something natural. Oh, they're not going through anything. It's not we, something that we can just like assume. It's just those are just myths. Like we have to understand that we can always do something for people who are facing these kinds of problems, who are facing mental health issues. And you've already taken the first step by spreading awareness on our show here and, you know, uh, more people learning about it. Tell us a little bit about the pressures of high school and how counseling and other things can help. Because one thing is that you're born with it and one thing is, you know, you're going through things in life and you end up, you know, being depressed. Yeah. Tell us how in high school, in your opinion, would, uh, you know, what are the steps that one could take to reach for help? Tell us more. So it's always... um. There's a lot of discussion about this that happens in high school since um, in high school a lot of um, mental health um, a lot of mental health issues like come up in this period of time and usually during high school um, there's a lot of stress so when you're going through this kind of stress there's always a lot of people you can talk to you can talk to your friends you can talk to your family you can talk to counselors you can if you feel like your issue is getting out of control where you can't properly talk to people and they won't understand you you can always you can always get you can always ask your parents you can always ask parents you can always you can always ask parents to schedule a visit with you for like a therapist and a lot of people say oh therapists don't work oh just take the pills if you take the pills you'll be fine and that's actually not true therapists do help and they have been proven to help people get over their conditions and it and it's always useful to have someone who has experience um, to help you overcome a condition because if you don't have someone who knows what you're going through and no one around you can um, understand it then there's no way you're going to be able to get effective treatment. Right. You know, since you're in high school, what are your thoughts about, uh, this is completely off the topic, but what are your thoughts about Indian parents and American parents putting their uh, pressure on kids? Do you think Indians put unnecessary, excessive pressure on Don't worry, on dads are looking. I feel, like that's a, I feel like that's a stereotype, honestly. <laughs> a lot of, um, I know a, I know a lot of, uh, I know a lot of um, Asian Americans, Indians, who um, people believe to be, oh, these straight-A kids, oh, these um, toppers, oh, they don't feel stress. But in reality, um, a lot of the kids who do try to achieve these, they do feel stress. And I know a lot of people who don't strive for straight-A's. They are striving for something different in their lives. Like, they want to do something out they want to do something outside of their academic field they want to accomplish something outside that and you can still become a very successful and a very um, a very high-ranking person just by just by without having to um, focus on your academic life because it doesn't it's not always about like it's not always about grades and a lot of people are um, very aware of that and it's always um it's not um everyone is um focusing on that because that's just a stereotype and that's not like what everyone's um expect uh, goals are so I actually know um, a lot of people who um, do who do have like other mind who would have other mindsets besides like what Getting people straight consider. Aid. Yeah, right. People and talking of stereotypes, all you know, the Indian parents also sign up for a lot of activities, and that brings me to my next question: What all do you do other than your interest in neuroscience? Well, I mean, there's not. 
too much I enjoy doing besides neuroscience. Neuroscience is like a big thing for me, and I okay. really want to do, and I really want to pursue it. Okay. Um, what do you? How do you spend your day after school? What do you? What are you doing to learn more about neuroscience? Well, um, usually I always usually I post um, blogs. Um, I I post blog posts weekly. Um, sometimes I might take two weeks to make a blog if I'm coming up with an idea, but usually um, I'm able to. But usually I um, do blog posts and I um, work on an idea throughout the week, and then on Friday or Saturday. I'd usually type something up and then if I feel like I should publish it I'd publish it if I don't feel like I should publish it I just leave it to the side and um, look at it later and um, when I look at it later I'd be able to um, have new ideas after like uh, some time and I'll be able to add to that and if I feel like it's good enough I'll post it and if I don't feel like it's good enough I'll just continue taking more time because I want to make sure that my blog posts are always the best that they can be because I want to be able to spread the awareness uh, uh, effectively because if I'm not spreading the awareness effectively they're not really doing any they're not really doing anything to help these um issues get out um and um help people spread out, um get um how can people read your blog hmm? how do we access your blog where do you what's where are you so blogging? um my website is actually um it's graymatterblog.net um i do post um i do post weekly on my um facebook um i haven't um posted um too much in um um some time but um i will i will make sure i get back to um posting more um later and um and yeah it's uh i have a lot of topics about um just focused around like kind of the uh the mental health side of the brain um i don't have too much focused around the um anatomical side because that's not as much like um, spreading awareness however I do like talking about those to um, help people um, understand like um, different things like different diseases um, what they actually are and why we can't um, and why we can't come up with cures for them why we can't um, do this for them why can't do that for them wow this is intense and I cannot help but admire how clear you are in what you're thinking and where you want to 14. be you said you're 14 right yeah Wow, amazing. And I have to compliment Genius Kids. Yes. <laughs> you have this, uh, you know, proud smile pasted and all over your course, face. You know, it's, it's, I can't even begin to tell you the feeling to be able to sit here and know that at one time I was teaching him Abercophonics, <laughs> ABCD math, you know, and uh, now you can hear He's him. He's an intense young yeah, child. Yeah, tell yeah, us how he yeah. was when he was uh, four. Yash was very unusual. But super brilliant always. He had a, a phenomenal memory. There was nothing. I mean, he would just learn within seconds. And then he used to get very bored in the classroom. And then he wanted entertainment. And the problem is nobody else around him could be entertained because they still he had to He only wanted neuroscience and none of you knew all I that. I know. That, what can I tell you? Yeah, he was way ahead of the game. He spent a lot of time with Shana. That was the time Shana was actually uh, in Ardenwood. And she was, if I'm not mistaken, we were homeschooling her for high school. So she spent a lot of time with Yash when he was couldn't be in my office, he would be with her. Wow. And she always had a very, very uh, close attachment to him. He's a very special kid. Very special kid. All right, yeah. Yash, what do you do yeah. for fun? And uh, what about, uh, are your friends listening? Do they know you're on air? Do you want to do a shout out to any of your friends? I'm not sure if they're listening. But well, we'll post it. It's on Facebook Live and we'll repost your it. Your friends. How about girlfriends, Yash? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have girlfriends. Do you think having girlfriends would help the neuroscience problem? Don't you think women just make everyone relax? Life gets better with girlfriends and women. Love is a chemical, but... Love is a chemical? 
Yeah. That's another show in itself. I think it's Valentine's. No, he's going to be super intense about it. I'm not bringing you here unless you uh, tell us something more about love, what you find out in the gray cells of our heads. It can be just not just chemical. Love can be depressing too. <laughs> love can make you go wacko. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of things in our brain that um, kind of function like that. Um, it's just like it's just how um, it's just how different emotions, um, different chemicals which trigger different emotions, interact with each other in our brains, and um, that was also part of the mental health discussion because um, if someone loses control over their emotions, they can um, they can lose control of themselves. Very well said. So proud of you. I think yeah. I absolutely enjoy just listening to you and your perspective on everything else. So Thank in closing, what would you like to say to all the young folks out there that like to waste the time on Facebook and, you know, and not really do the kind of stuff you do at the age of 14? They're too busy doing Are you on things. social media at all? I am. Yeah, um, yes, of course. Yeah. And by the um, way, ladies, very handsome young man. If you uh, check out my Facebook, 14. he's my friend. Yes, but he's you have to 14. ask me permission to go on a date with him now. His teacher comes into place. Closing message to all your listeners. Um, well, I mean, I guess just make sure like make sure you're always um doing what you want to do and don't always um do what the people around you are doing if it's not what you want to be doing and always make sure to this may sound cliche but follow your dreams how do you know what you want i am way older i don't know what i want how do you know so early what you want well you get a kick out of it when you do it first all right there are a hundred thoughts in my head but i hold them <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Yash. It's been such a pleasure. I can't even begin to tell you. Thank I you, Miss Rainey, for having me on your no. show. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Yash. This this was amazing to have him. All right, Reno. So this was Yash, and this he was also a genius kid. T- did you train? Did you start with your public speaking uh, thing? Right at that one. Yes, yes. Even Yash used to do his homework in public speaking. Dad remembers that. Yeah prepare his poem speeches and come on stage. He was very good at it. I mean, he he was a natural with his memory and then he was an entertainer. He would come on stage and then if he, I still remember if he missed any words, he would entertain all of us. The class used to wait for Yash to come on stage. Wow. He's very serious now, but he was never that serious when he was little. I'm wondering, is he always serious though? No, he's become serious now. All right. I'm sure he's got that humor on him. But I cannot begin to tell you as uh, being in the education business when I started this 19 years ago, I didn't ever really realize that I would be sitting here one day interviewing my own students so that feeling is phenomenal you just can't even explain it and a lot of people say you know why did you leave the careers that you had to do this this is why gratification this gratification you can't put a price to it I can I can tell with your energy today it was amazing we have a little time uh, uh, left with us why didn't you tell us how Genius Kid focuses on public speaking and at what age do you start well you know it's just I I think just having Yashi has proven that what Genius Kids is all about, that kids should learn to express their thoughts freely, um, follow their dreams, um, not be scared, um, and really, at the end of the day, it just bringing him on and, and you know you can have all the straight A's but there's some kids that just won't be able to speak or make eye contact he's sitting here he's having a conversation like my adult guests would and I think that speaks for itself so I tell parents you know academics is great yes of course but at the end of the day etiquette social skills communication is critical and without that it's all about winning with words absolutely so you have to Very learn nice to win to with that. words all right. Thank you so much, Reno. No, thank, thank you, Yash, for being thank here. You. you were listening to Candid Conversations with Reno Dillon. To find out more about Genius Kids, log on to www.geniuskidsonline.com. You're listening to Swati on Radio Zindagi. See you on the other side.